Yo, what's up, guys? You like our podcast? You want to make your own? You have all the power, all the resources you need to make your own podcast. That's right. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, let me give you a rundown. Basically, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. And here's how it works. Anchor lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to the most popular listening platforms, including Spotify with a single tap. Anchor is also the only place you can publish video podcasts to Spotify, which is super important. With Anchor, creators can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. That's right. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That is anchor.fm to get started. It's what we use. We get a little kickback from it, and we appreciate it. So if you guys want your own podcast, go to anchor.fm to get started. Peace. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Us. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, my friends? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. Welcome to December. It's coaching month. We're talking all about coaching, how coaching has affected our lives, how freaking awesome coaching is, and sitting down with a lot of cool folks who have Mm -hmm. done coaching with us. In today's episode, we want to introduce to you Paul and Robin Vetter. Paul and Robin. They are down in Florida. Yeah, they were our very first coaching clients, Mm -hmm. and we recently went to the Bahamas with them. That's what happens when... when you become our when you do client. coaching, just everything elevates. We so become friends. Anyway, we're so, going on vacations. We're making right. money. It's awesome. So it's a good show, guys. We know that you're going to love it. So enjoy. What's up, you guys? It's so wonderful to see your beautiful faces. How you guys doing? Same, doing great. Doing great. Good awesome. to see you guys. Yeah. So you guys know Paul and Robin. They've been on the show. I think as a couple, a couple times. Paul is. We've hung out. Also on the show, and they're just a kick-ass couple who really do amazing things, and that's who we want to hang out with. Oh, and, and we happen to hang out with them in the Bahamas. Oh, yeah. So, you know, that side note. <laughs> side note. That's a side note. But that, and we've talked about it on the show before, that is a testament. Like, the more that I get into this space and hang out with folks like you guys, it's like, uh, and th- this is going to sound so weird, but it's like, it's almost like, oh, well, okay. This is what we do. Right. It's kind normal of thing. Life. And that sounds so stupid. It's like, oh, you just go to the Bahamas and live it up. No. It's like, well, you work really hard and you plan and you visualize and you like manifest this stuff and those things can happen. So I wasn't surprised when you called me and three hours later I had plane tickets in my hand. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not surprised no, by that. It's amazing. So I, I was talking with um, Rob and I have been kind of like discussing our finances and stuff like that. I was actually talking to somebody else about like money in general and just like, you know, I, I'm so thankful for what we have now, but I want more for my life, not just monetarily, but just in all aspects but we were talking about money specifically. And I was like, we were talking about like how to get to the next level. And I was like, money begets money. So right. what you're saying is like these types, these types of relationships beget furthering ourselves and in, in other relationships and doing cool adventures. And yeah. So like, I don't know, it's all connected. It's all very intertwined. Yeah. Could, could you say growth begets growth? Yeah, yes. that's, yes. there you go. Yes. That's right. It. In in, in no matter what area, um, if it's bad, it's like, oh yeah, if you hang out with a drug dealer, right. you're going to grow to be a drug addict or, like or whatever. Cancer, almost. You, you know what I'm saying? Or if you hang out yeah. with other folks. So uh, Melanie, I know you have some questions, so let's shoot, shoot right. those. Well, I, we just have, we sent y'all 10 questions ahead of time so that you could be prepared for whatever type of answering you want to do. But number one, who are you guys? <laughs> so my name is Paul Vetter. Uh, this is my wife, Robin. Uh, we have been married uh, 15 years, actually, um, in 13 days. Wow. And, nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, so very, very soon. Um, yeah, it, it, that's, it is crazy to say that out loud because um, I still feel like I'm, like, in my early 20s, but I'll be 36 uh, <laughs> here in 22 days. So, um, yeah, so, yeah, so we've been married uh, just about 15 years. I run an IT consulting company. Robin is a teacher by trade, actually recently retired from teaching just – uh, due to everything that's going on and not really wanting to pursue that anymore. So we're still trying to figure out kind of where her place is in, in that area. Um, but right now we've, uh, we've deemed her title COO of the household. So she's, Love she's it. running stuff here. So I'm uh, <laughs> like, I was kind of managing our finances to, to a certain degree and 
Um, I'm kind of handing stuff off to her that, you know, she was kind of off with her career. I was kind of off with my career and we we're kind of sharing things. But now that she's here full time, we're kind of like managing our household a little bit better. And she's going to take the lead on, on some of that stuff, the logistics. So mm-hmm. uh, we have two beautiful adopted uh, girls. They're both seven. They're not biologically related. Um, like I said, they're adopted. And uh, yeah, we live in South Florida. So your girls are the cutest flipping things on the planet. They they are. They can be when they want to be. (laughs) Spending a week in the Bahamas with them was a delight. Yeah. Um, And I have a, I have a place for Robin to fit in, in the world. She's going to work for me, for my company. That's a secret so far, but you guys know you're in on the secret, but Robin's in on my business plans. So I I don't even know if I know it. You do know it. Oh, okay. It's, naughty anyway <laughs> uh robin oh that you, one okay that one right. were you wanting to say anything robin i feel like i cut you off no i think you said everything um i'm the lady boss of the house and Damn straight um, looking forward to the next venture whatever it is if it's with you or something else and yeah two beautiful girls six months apart um so almost like twins but not and they're crazy. They keep us busy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. So um, what I'm going to like kind of circle here. What led you guys to coaching? Uh, because for coaching, you have to have some semblance of a growth mindset or like, ah, this sucks. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm going to decide to change this around. So what was the crux for you guys to seek out coaching, to start on your growth mindset and to reach out yeah. journey? Um, so we were having a really hard time in our marriage and I was very lonely. I felt like Paul was having a hard time connecting to me. So we weren't communicating at all. Um, barely had any conversations and, um, I just, I needed something. So I was looking on, I was trying to find a good podcast, found a couple it, nothing resonated with me until I found your podcast yes. and the light bulb went off. I was like, Oh my gosh, this is practical. This is what I need. So I prayed about it and I sent him one, <laughs> not knowing how it would go. And he listened um, to that episode that I sent him. And two days later, I had to wait a whole two days. He's like, so I listened to the podcast you sent and I think that we should do counseling with them. Hmm. So imagine my surprise. I just wanted him to listen. Not only had he listened, but he thought that we should do counseling or counseling, coaching with you guys. So um, I think that's kind of from my perspective, what led us to you guys. Right. Yeah. So that that's interesting. I want to sit on that for a minute. So we get a lot of inquiries, right? I would say more from from women like emailing us saying, "Oh, I heard about this. I want to get my husband on board," and the husband won't, you know. And I know that I've been kind of like resistant to stuff like that that Melanie brought up. Um, so, Paul, what was it for you that that like uh, kind of changed that f- for you? Like, why why did you why did you listen to that? And what was the the, the, the tipping point or like the, the thing that triggered for you? Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I think I got to the point where I was so tired of feeling like I was on a carousel and just going around and round and round and doing the same shit over and over again. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I just needed, I, I got to the point where I was like, I need help dislodging my head from my ass and I don't know how to do it. So like, that was just, it just getting to basically like a rock bottom sort of thing um, and not knowing what to do. And it was weird because I didn't know what I didn't know. So I was just at the, at my, at my end, like I had nowhere else to go. And I'm like, well, we might as well just give this a shot. Cause I, I like, I, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't know how to fix what's going on in my life. Um, and my background with my family and kind of the family of origin there is that we didn't really ask for help or we didn't even really kind of dive into emotion and things like that. So it wasn't like, that was kind of new for me and mm-hmm. a little scary and um, not something that, uh, that was very normal growing up. So, yeah. um, but I knew that I, I didn't want, it was almost like I, I could see a fork in the road and I was like, we can continue doing this and it's not going to end well, or we can change the trajectory of our lives and, and do something different. So yeah, that's that interesting. 
Right. One, and I have another follow-up question, but that's interesting. You you said that. I remember when we were doing our own coaching, something clicked in my mind. I was like, well, wait a minute. If I don't change now, right. then literally, when will I? Mm-hmm. And the answer was, oh, I won't right. kind of thing, right? Because we just spun, we dropped a ton of money on coaching. And we had the coach there in front of us. I was like, if I don't change with all this support and momentum around me, then I sure as hell am not going to change on my own. Mm-hmm. I didn't up until that point. I'm definitely not going to after that point. So that was a kind of a, a, a crux for me. But, Paul, what would you say to the dudes out there who felt like you felt and were like, well, I don't know, I kind of don't care. She's dragging me to this or whatnot. What would you literally tell them? Yeah, I mean, I, I, think, I think I'd say that it, if you want, first of all, if you want to make your marriage work, then you have to make it work. Like you have to put in the work or it's not going to work. That was a lot of work, but it is a lot of work. So um, you, you, you have to do something and and both of you are at fault. I don't care what's going on. It it takes the two of you to make all of that work. Now, me being the loud, obnoxious, emotional side of our, of our relationship, like, um, and really it's the emphasis on loud because I'm, I'm the bigger personality, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, navigating through that, with her is, is really tough. So, um, you know, there's, there's the different personality aspect, but the husbands have got to realize that, you know, if you like I said, if you want to make it work, you both are going to have to put in the effort. And I guarantee you, or I promise you, whether you do coaching or find a mentor or something like you need somebody else, an outside party to see through all the BS that's going on, because you, the two of you aren't going to arrive I don't care what you do. It's going to be very hard. Let's say, I don't want to say never, but it's going to be very hard for the two of you to, to arrive at a solution without some outside help. If things are that bad, mm-hmm. um, or if you, and here's the other thing. So it can be that bad and then you want to fix it. Or if things are okay, but you want to get to the next level. So there's two different, different reasons. I, I think that you would, you would get coaching. Um, and, and, you know, maybe things are okay. And like I said, you just want to get to that next level, but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's just, you know, it was interesting for me when she sent that to me, because like you, Seth, I'm not, I'm not overly excited when Robin does things like that. Like, and I I think that that's a very normal emotion. Um, so, but I had, I had, I had kind of reached that point in our relationship, but also my personal life, um, where I just wasn't winning, we'll call it at my personal life. Um, and a buddy had actually, um, sent me Andy Frisella's podcast. So I had a marriage podcast and a personal development podcast coming at me at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, screw it. Let's just, let's just do all of this thing and let, let's just kind of dive into it. And, yeah. you know, it's been a few years and I'm not anywhere where I want to be. And I still struggle. And, um, you know, there's still times where I, we don't connect or I don't talk to her, but things have gotten better and things are continuing to get better. And I think that that's the important part. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's really, that is really important because it's not like you do coaching, you do therapy, you have a breakthrough and then you're like, okay, smooth sailing. It's like in business, like, oh, we landed a huge whale of a client. Okay. Well, how long are you going to ride that out? Right. Like you can think, oh man, we're on top. But, um, what I think Zig Ziglar says, um, if, if you don't have a prospect or if you don't have a, a new client, then you're out of business. You know, because you can't, you can't ride. And that's the same thing on marriage. Like, okay, we had a good day. Yeah. Okay. We have to, we have to do those same things. We have to repeat again the next day. Oh, what work? I was very communicative to her. I was intentional. I had a growth mindset on all this stuff. We had a good day. Let's try tomorrow. All right. Let me try to be 1% better. It's like um, James Clear, Atomic Habits. Try to be 1% better each day. And then cumulatively, you're like, Mm -hmm. holy crap, I'm like 40% better over the year overall. And if you were looking at it from a business standpoint, it's like, Hey, we increased everything 40% this year. That's pretty good. Right. right we right. grew by 40%. That's, yeah. And if you have that growth mindset, then you can apply those things to your marriage mm-hmm. in that way. Uh, I have yeah, a question yeah. or were you going to go ahead? I'm something. sorry. Just, I mean, Andy Frisella was talking about that the other day, like celebrating your wins. It's okay to celebrate your, celebrate your wins, but the moment you think you've arrived, you're done. Right. You're, you're going to be destroyed there's always a bigger fish. It's kind of what you said. Like you, you have to constantly work at this. This is a never ending battle until we die. It's all work. Yeah. And, it, and it takes a lot and of it, work. It only gets better. Uh, the more you pour into it, mm-hmm. the more you work on it. So 
you know, it might look something like this where sometimes you're going down, but if your trajectory is going up and you're getting better, um, then know how to say what I'm trying to say, but yeah, working on it, even if you mess up, you're still going to continue to get better and better and things are going to get better. Um, so I definitely think it's worth the effort. It's a lot of effort, but as you guys know, it, it definitely, it makes things better. Right. Yeah, it pays off because, you know, I mean, what's the other option? Like, oh, just get worse and settle for that? <laughs> yeah. Literally. Lots and lots of people Get do. worse? Like, okay, <laughs> I'm just going to have less sex. Or like, okay, yep, two weeks ago is the last time I ever have sex, you know, for four right. years yeah. or something like that. And well, like, There's no neutral there. It's it's yeah. either getting worse or getting better. Yes. There's no there's no in between. Like, mm-hmm. there's, right. it's just, there's no straight, there's no neutral. It's It's good or bad. And you're going either direction. Right. Well, and it makes me think of, because y'all have been to Seattle now several times. So it makes me think of downtown Seattle, where there's like the steepest hills ever in the cities. And I hate them. They yeah. freak me out. I I drove a clutch in high school and would have to drive a clutch through, you know, stick shift through all these crazy hills. But you, in order to just stay in one spot on that hill, it's work. Right. Yeah. And if you let go, you're going into the water. <laughs> Right. Yeah, just like with your body or diet or exercise or running a business or anything. And you, maybe you can, you, I don't know, maybe you want to cut this out of this or whatnot. Probably not. But speaking, say. speaking of like the ups and downs, like just three, gosh, this is, we ain't this, cutting is funny. This, out. this is real life. This is funny, but it's real life. And this isn't going to cause an argument, but I was, me and Melanie had a really Are shitty, you gonna like swear? two just weeks. Be yeah. Car- just if you're listening with children, okay. be careful. I called Melanie in a real anger. Don't I called something. her a f- <laughs> and I was so mad. Like, and like we, we had like the last two weeks weren't that great. You know what I'm saying? So we were working yeah. through a lot calm. of stuff. She, well, some, well. I'll let you know my feelings. Yeah, you, you've done, but that's the point. And like, okay, now we're sitting here talking about it and doing a podcast where that really, I mean, if we would have continued on that and I just kept calling her a f- 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 then, okay, yeah, we would have gone down, but we talked about it and like, okay, oh, man, yeah, I was heated. Okay, so what else was contributing to that? Like right. outside stress or like slipping on other stuff? So it's it's this constant thing. And if you have two people facing the same direction with the same mindset and coaching, we can talk about having a shared vision for our marriage and if that is the same thing, I, I hope my mom wedding. listens to this. My family is like, <laughs> Seth did what? I, and this is oh, not man. usually, this was a very abnormal conversation that he well, called yeah, me that. It, it was, it was heated, he right? Was heated. And I've never called her that before. I've never even said that before. It's like another person, you know, unless it was like. Save know. it for the one you love. Well, yeah. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But, but it, it's just that illustration of we've done coaching. We do coaching. And still, we have those ups and yeah. downs. But how fast do we recover now? It's light years faster. You know, I mean, we had sex last night. Nice. I called her a f- two days ago kind of thing. So it's just, yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. Don't tell all of our secrets. You got to put a counter on the, on the screen. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I mean, that's, that, right. that, that was, uh, we had, we went on a trip a few weeks ago and we had a really bad argument. And, and actually, she uh, took, a, uh, took a play out of your book, Melanie, and decided to record the fight. But the reason is because I feel like I get lost yeah. and to help me focus on what I need to say, sometimes I'll record it so that number one, I can listen. And if, if something has happened that I need to re-listen to, I can re-listen, but also sometimes it helps me to get out of like whatever vortex my mind is, mm-hmm. is going in. So Brilliant. that was my reasoning. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what were you going to say, Paul? Were there more to that? (laughs) No, no, that was it. I I haven't, to be honest, I haven't, she sent it to me and I haven't, um, I haven't brought myself to listen to it because I know, I know how angry I was, Seth. Uh, um, I didn't use that language that you just used, but, uh, uh, but no, I, I was very, I was very angry and I had, and of course we've, we had actually, it was after a night out and we had both been drinking. So that made it even worse. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, it was just not good. So we have those moments still, but the recovery time and the next day right. being able to talk through it. Like we went to bed angry. I rolled over. I was hurt. Actually, not only was I mad, but I was like legit hurt. Yeah. Um, so I, I just rolled over and I went to F to sleep. I was I was done with whatever was happening there. And it was it was not it was not pretty. So but again, the recovery the next day, we were able to talk through things. And it's it's still even now to this day from time to time, I still feel like we circle the same things. 
Um, and I actually told Robin right after that, I'm like, I think that you need to go to coaching or counseling like individually to deal with a few things stemming from your past, because I feel like we're like circling the wagon still again on, on very specific issues. So, um, and we're still kind of talking about that, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's and really, well, I want to, I'm sorry, I want to cut you off, but that's not a bad thing. You know, like Robin, if you just yeah. say, Hey Paul, I think counseling would, you know, or individual right. coaching would help you. That's not, that's not a diss. So I don't want anybody listening to like weaponize, like, yeah, you are messed up. You right. better go. Yeah, to counseling. No. It's not like that. In fact, that came up several times in the last two weeks. It's like, Hey Seth, what the F, what kind of anxiety or something are you holding on to? Mm-hmm. And probably it's in, in other forms of upper uh, limit beliefs and stuff like that, that I'm mm-hmm. like holding on to mm-hmm. too tight and probably wouldn't be a bad idea to, you know, I should give Cody a call or my, our old coach, right. you know, like, bro, you got an hour. Can we like, you know, talk about some stuff and he'd be more than happy to go through it with that. But I just want to tell people listening, that is not a diss. So if your husband or your wife is saying something like that, not out of anger, not out of spite, not like you're so messed up. You better go to counseling. I want, <laughs> I want listeners to go, okay. Hmm. What is the truth of that and how mm-hmm. might it help mm-hmm. not only help the marriage, but to bring that person relief to let go right. of anxiety or whatever it is kind of right. thing. And yeah, I want, I think that's oh, important to weaponize. Don't you can't weaponize. I mean that or other things like if you're weaponizing something against yeah. your partner, your partner, like that will never work out ever. Right. Like mm-hmm. at all. So yeah. 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 stop weaponizing things Um, so I know you guys I think were actually our number one clients you were our first clients ever Yes. did you know that you knew that right yeah you reached out to us before we were even doing it Mm -hmm. and so you were our first clients which was amazing. And so I want to, and it, this it was, was actually a while years, ago. Two yeah. Years, two, two and a half years three. ago or so. Three, three years. Three, 2018. Wow. Yeah. Gosh. That's awesome. So I know that was a long time ago, but I want to ask you some questions. Like when you were working with us, what did it feel like? Um, there's a couple of questions I want to ask. Like, what are some of the takeaway things that you remember? Like either phrases we said or analogies we use, you were like, oh my gosh. And it kind of opened your eyes and changed things. So that's the question number one. And then question number two is what did it feel like when it finally started working? When you realized you were going to get your head out of your ass and this rut would be broken, the cycle would be broken. So answer those two questions. Um, So definitely, I think you guys helped us to get to the bottom of our issues because a lot of times in Paul says this, it's not the thing that you're fighting about, but it's the thing below the thing. Mm -hmm. So I think for sure you guys helped us to pinpoint some of our issues and a lot of it was family of origin. So you gave us some language around family of origin and some understanding to help us understand what to do with that. Because when you grow up in a family and then you bring the two together, there's a clash and and to know um, what to do with that and how to move away from that and grow together instead of just clashing, but maybe breaking off from that family of origin. So I think you guys really helped us to understand family of origin and to work through those issues Um, And I love how you guys really hit home and I forget exactly how you said it, Melanie, but you talked about how, and I know on your podcast, you say honor differences, but you said it a different way and it was beautiful and I can't remember. Promote linkages. Well, Well, that's that's what he, yeah, that's what he says. Something else. And it was so beautiful and it'll probably come to me or I can look, but anyways, um, but just understanding that we're both different but that our differences are so beautiful and they bring something beautiful to the relationship. So being able to honor our differences and understand each other better, I think mm-hmm. um, two of the things that really stuck out to me. Yeah. So you stole my, you stole my answer, but <laughs> um, so yeah, a family of origin was huge. So like understanding that the way I was treating Robin was something basically that I was taught or I observed through my family of origin um, which, you know, it, 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 that's not a diss. It, sometimes my parents listen to this, so it's, it's not a diss on them because they, they learned that bullshit from their parents. So it's like, it, it keeps getting passed down. So family of origin was huge. Um, having grown up in the Christian evangelical church and in the way we grew up, um, that whole fruit salad versus a fruit smoothie analogy was like mind blowing because I thought, I thought we had to be one. Like I thought, 
one of us or we both had to assimilate into one thing. And that was that, that individuality, Mm -hmm. um, not truly understanding that. And I, that still is a struggle today because again, because I'm louder out of the two of us and and usually goes along with what I want to do or whatever's happening in the situation. Um, so, so learning that we were both individuals and, you know, we both had to give a hundred percent. It wasn't 50 and 50 to make a hundred. It was both of us giving a hundred percent. So, um, that was huge. And then the, the clearing structure, um, was, was a help early on for sure. We, we need to use that more. Cause honestly, I forget about that in the heat of arguments sometimes, right. but um, we want to make a tear out sheet for it. Like we are literally processing that right now, like creating tear out oh. sheets that like on I'm a gonna, pad. I need yes. a tattoo yes. on my yes. arm. So. Yeah. When you, I feel <laughs> what, what that reminds me of is what, but yeah. for, for some reason I got tickled uh, because, because uh, you guys are in South Florida and you said fruit salad, Paul. And my mind yeah. just went to like the Tropicana down in like South Florida. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, fruit salad with the lady with the fruit dancing around. I don't know yeah. why, but that's just where my brain went. <laughs> but, but one thing that you said that I just want to remind myself and also listeners is <clears throat> a lot of people say, oh yeah, she brings 50%, I bring 50%, and that equals 100. And this is where like math doesn't make any sense. For a good marriage, to have a 100% marriage, like 100 from her, 100 from me doesn't equal 200%. That just equals 100%, mm-hmm. you yeah. know? And because it's like, I mean, there have been times when I've brought 100 and she's brought, you know, not Negative a lot. 100. Negative, <laughs> right? So it's taking away from my 100. And then, of course, vice versa. And times like that are going to happen. But when we're in good, like now, like we've done, you know, a lot of coaching or counseling, just like you guys have, and you're in the position that you have, it's like, okay, yeah, let's both bring 100 in our on our own stuff. And then also to the marriage mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, biopsychosocial, physical, when we're spiritual. like hitting and spiritual, okay. <laughs> what did I say? Physical, physical, no, weird. spiritual, <laughs> uh, when we're hitting on a hundred, then that's where we go so far, right. so fast. And I want to, I want to talk about that fruit smoothie versus the fruit salad idea for a second, in case our listeners don't know what you're referencing. Cause that is an old yeah. episode. That was like literally in the first 12 episodes that that came from Dr. Dan Siegel, Mm. where he said, typically in relationships, people want to make their partners into a fruit smoothie, meaning like chop everything down. So we're this like homogenous blend of the same Mm -hmm. thing. You can't differentiate what's what. And he's like, no, 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 we want a fruit salad. We want to be able to see the chunks of pineapple and orange slices and whatever the hell goes into a fruit salad. Banana. Banana. (laughs) Grapefruit. I I live in the Pacific Northwest. We don't eat fruit salad. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Um, But so that is a really beautiful example. And I'm glad that those like family of origin and the fruit salad versus fruit smoothie ideas were really impactful because they change how you see like, I know as the louder partner too, Paul, I I can sense when I'm trying to fruit smoothie Seth, like I am trying to emulsify the crap out of him right now and mm-hmm. that will not serve our family well and she is just kinda... got a vitamix <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we, we did just get a vitamix right uh, it's pretty awesome but melanie is also like you in that way paul you're like she can be louder and more hey we're doing this right. and robin you and i have the you know similar characteristics of like oh, okay well i don't know i'm just not gonna fight right. you just do whatever and then if i don't say anything that like starts uh, making me resentful mm-hmm. kind of thing. So her, her even having that awareness is helpful to me. Then it highlights what I need to do. It's like, hey, speak up. Say what you want. You know, clarity is kindness. We say that on the mm-hmm. show all the time. Clarity yeah. is kindness. And there is nothing wrong with saying, you know what? I don't want to do that. Or I don't like that. Let's do this. Or that thing right. hurt my feelings. Uh, because if you don't talk about those things, it's going to, it'll, it'll uh, get you where we were like eight years ago and get, get people where Black you guys Iville. were y- years ago too, you know? So you got to like be yeah. aware of it and make the change. Right. So, okay. Yeah. I, I, and that's, I, 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 we still work on this now, but like I've learned just now we're getting into Enneagram, but like <laughs> her personality is like, I can't ask her what she wants to do. I'm like, what do you not want to do? <laughs> let's, let's start it there. Right. Cause I can't just straight up ask her like, what do you want to do? Cause she, she doesn't know that. And that's like her personality. Right. Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, like I know exactly what I want to do when I want to do it and damn it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> right. That, yeah, that is my personality. I'm like happy with most things. Right. So yeah. it's yeah. hard. I'll, I'll be like, I don't want to do that, but I don't know exactly what I want to do. It's the notebook basically. If you've seen the notebook, it's that oh. part. Everybody knows the part. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? 
I don't know. <laughs> that's a good that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you a question. What was it? Oh, I want to know, because Robin, you said specifically, like, before you reached out to us and even heard our show, you had looked for other resources. And mm-hmm. I want to know, like, what y'all's take were, takes were, take was, on the other marriage resources out there and how we're different from that. Uh, well, they're very fake. So it's very, oh, everything's great. We never have, we do this. Well, and it wasn't even like exact. It wasn't really good examples. It was just like, oh, life is so good. Um, (laughs) I don't know. When you have a marriage uh, podcast, I feel like it has to be, you you have to provide examples. You have to be, um, a lot of the answers were just pray about it or just, you know, just read your Bible, which is great. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you're having real issues in your marriage, you need something tangible that you can apply to your marriage. And I didn't feel like that's what I was getting. And then I heard your, your podcast and you guys gave examples and you were real. Like I could, I knew I could feel that you guys were passionate about this. I could tell you guys had worked through a lot of issues. Um, and it's seen some shit. (laughs) Yeah. it really spoke to me because I'm like, okay, we're going through something sim- similar and I can take what they did and I can actually apply it to my life. Whereas the other podcasts were just don't oh, pray about it or, oh, life is good. Maybe you'll see this in your marriage or it just wasn't real. Like you guys were real. <laughs> that makes me feel good. Cause that was like the whole premise. I mean, yeah. I know you know this, but like, you know, wh- when you give your husband a black eye, and then you go look for resources. You're like, oh, this is bullshit. Like y'all ain't, y'all aren't even really married if this is what yes. you think is going to help me. Uh, so yeah, I'm glad. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that it resonated with you. But what about for you, Paul? Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree with that. And here, here's the other aspect. And I, I don't want to bring church into it. And I, I'm saying this, I still love Jesus. I still believe in God. You know, we're not necessarily active in a church right now, but Um, Because we're still kind of going through some things with our faith and whatnot. And not our faith, but just the church in general. But all that to say, that that whole like, oh, just pray about a thing, that's a real problem. And especially in church. So I know you have a large Christian listener base. um, So I want to really, I want them to understand that. Like the whole like, just pray about it. That's not, that that is not going to help you. Like there is real work. And I believe that God has put people like you on this planet to help us through that. So you praying about God, help me with my marriage. Okay. Here's Seth and Melly. No, no, no. But, but God help me through my, like, like that just because, and I, we experienced that. Like I've experienced that personally, having gone to counseling, quote unquote, with pastors that aren't licensed counselors. And I think that that's very dangerous. Um, So you guys having, you know, Seth having the credentials and you guys having that experience with yourself and sharing that story and being vulnerable was super important to us. And like she said, like Robin said, like when, you know, with this, what really hit me and I, I don't know if it was the first, I think it was the first episode. The fact that you guys recorded your fights was so bizarre and crazy. I was like, Holy crap. This is, it's like uncomfortable, but amazing and vulnerable and terrible and amazing all at the same time. Like it was just this weird, amazing thing. And that's, yeah. that's what really kept me listening to it. Cause I'm like, Ooh, I wonder what's going to happen. Ah. <laughs> so it's like cringeworthy, voyeuristic, right. and then helpful at right. the same time. Yeah. <laughs> like I want to know what happens, but imagine uh. like how Seth felt. So Robin just came to you and said, I have a podcast. I want you to listen to it. And you're like, Oh, but I'm like, Seth, I want to record our arguments and dissect them and then share it with the world. <laughs> I was on board. I mean, we, because we, I, I don't know. Everything it's like, sucked. There was no other option. Well, it didn't <laughs> suck when we were like after the fact, like when we decided to do a podcast about it, but it's like, Oh yeah, I saw the other side. Doesn't matter. Who cares? Right. If it's helpful, then fine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which is kind yeah. of it's 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 an interesting thing. It's like, well, nothing left to lose. We came the, all the way there, and now we're here. So it's mm-hmm. not as scary. And the cool thing is, is that radical candor is something that I actually deployed in my personal and business life. Really, my business life, um, being very vulnerable with new clients, existing clients, and even vendors. Like I, I go to conferences sometimes and I'm like, just, I'm like straight up honest. I'm like, I don't like you guys. Like the, your product sucks. You you're destroying our industry. Let's have a conversation about it. And I was actually had a, one of our biggest vendors come visit us this week. And I like laid some stuff out there to them. 
and like was really just open and honest. And I, that always reminds me of like you guys recording your fights. So just that wild vulnerability. Um, I think that that's what is missing in the world today in, in a major way. It's just that vulnerability. So mm-hmm. um, I've, I've, like I said, employed that and deployed that in my business life. And it's actually opened up a lot of conversations and it's actually made me stand out from everybody else just going through the motions and putting on the mask and the happy face and just kind of going and almost being yes men to vendors and not really being honest with clients and selling things that they can't deliver on with. So mm-hmm. vulnerability. You, you can tell when someone's being genuine Yeah, and you want to listen to someone who's genuine, whereas someone who's just telling you what they think you want to hear. You don't want to listen to people like that. Um, and I think the other thing that I loved about you guys is that um, you guys are so passionate about what you do and so knowledgeable. And I know like Seth, that's your background, but Melanie, you've like, you have delved so deep into this and you're so knowledgeable. And I love that you, you know, the work of so many different people and you've researched this so much that you're, I mean, you're a boss in this, in marriage. So I love that. I love hearing your knowledge and um, it, it really comes through in your, um, in your podcast. I appreciate that shout out. I think I need to give myself an honorary title. Well, yeah. Oh, Seth is clapping. I, I, I appreciate it. it too, Robin. That is helpful to hear you say that about her, like in a way that, that f- I-, <laughs> I had to bring her back. No, in. that that I that I didn't expect. So I appreciate that, Robin. That was that was very nice <laughs> and truthful. Um, so if it if it's coaching with us or other coaches or other therapists. Would you guys recommend coaching to other people? And again, I'm not saying like us. It can be coaching Anyone. the whole, any anything. Yes. Like why and how would you recommend coaching and what are the benefits? Definitely for anyone struggling, which is, is most people, um, I think you need coaching. And I know it's hard to put the time, the money into coaching, but if you, if you will commit to it. I think it's so helpful. Um, and it, I know it really changed our marriage and now our fights are productive. We don't, it's not that we don't fight anymore, but Mm -hmm. they're productive and we see fruit from it. So I think if you're struggling in your marriage, you definitely need to seek out some outside help. Um, coaching is amazing. Um, you know, whether it's coaching, counseling, um, you need something, And um, even if you're not struggling super bad, I think people that just want to make their marriage better, I think can definitely benefit. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with all that. Um, And I I think that it's important when you when you get into a situation where you're paying a decent amount of money for something like coaching, um, you know that you're investing. So we're, we're doing that with our business. We actually just hired a coach for our business to implement something very specific. And he is four thousand dollars a day. And we are going to have to have at least five days next year with him. So, um, and our our first day is literally in two weeks. Um, So when there's that type of money on the line, there's almost accountability to yourself to actually do the work associated with what we're doing. So our first day, I booked a conference room offsite. You know, we're putting out of office messages on our emails, like, You've, we're paying a lot of money for this and we, we have to do it. So I think that's the important part of coaching. And like Robin said, and like I said earlier, there's, there's two people that, that need coaching. It's everybody that's struggling and everybody that wants to get better. So basically everybody. Right. right. Yeah. I, I, I love that you said like you put a price tag on what you guys are doing. So our first coach was $10,000 for 90 days, right? And well, I heard that I was like, oh crap, mm-hmm. but I knew exactly how much every damn day literally cost. cost. Yeah. Like I divided 90 into 10,000. It's like, okay, it's 200 something dollars a day. No, it was like 113. Well, or whatever it was. I don't, don't even get know. it wrong. <laughs> but it, it wasn't free. You know, right. it wasn't like <laughs> right. a $3 cup of coffee. It was a lot of money every single day. So with that mindset, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. I'm not going to let a single day go mm-hmm. by. And you better be damn sure that at, at $4,000 a day, you're like, right. here's the agenda, you know, go take a 30 second piss break. That's all you got. You get your <laughs> ass back here because it's important. It's, and that's the, the level of investment. But when people go, oh, wait a minute, this is serious. I'm ready to invest money, time in it. You're like, okay, I'm expecting change. Like you're expecting something from 4k a day, right? Oh yeah. That, yeah. We're definitely having a working lunch that day. Yes. And 10 right. seconds. 
Ten right. seconds. Sure. Yeah, no, it, there's the investment is there and the commitment to that investment has to be there. And, and there's, there's, um, there's six of us on our team doing this training. So everybody's going to be on board. We're all going to get on the bus and we are headed in that direction. So mm-hmm. that's super important. And I think you can join, um, you can join groups like accountability groups and things like that. But if there's no, if there's no like pain associated with that, like money, if, the, if, if you're not like feeling that pressure, there's really no pressure to actually get that radical action that you need to fix what you need to fix. Right. right. There's no sacrifice. There's no skin in the game. It's like, ah, that's, this is that's easy. It, yeah. This skin is in the game. easy. Yeah. So you have to make a conscious decision to go, I'm willing to give up this time dollars in exchange for this. Yep. Every single coaching client that we've had go, oh yeah, that was worth it. That was yeah. 10x. Like yeah. I can say 10x financially in our coaching investment and and who knows infinite x like just <laughs> relationally emotionally in our marriage right. in our own mindset. Well, and I want to comment on that too because I remember at first when I cuz I was the one who found our coach. Like I mm-hmm. went out and was like I want to work with this guy but also I think it's going to be a lot of money and you I remember you quoted it like it was probably going to be like $130. <laughs> And I was like, what? yeah, you literally quoted it so low and I died laughing. Um, and then, but then the cool part was in the middle of coaching, I was like, did we make the worst choice ever? We're wasting all this money. This is so hard. We're not making progress. And when it finally clicked mm-hmm. into gear, I'm like, I would pay this a hundred times over. This has yeah. completely transformed how we parent, how we run our business. The fact that we have a business, it made mm-hmm. it possible so we could go to the Bahamas with you guys. It literally has transformed our life. It's mm-hmm. not a, it's not like a, oh, I think it's better. I mean, it's, we don't fight as much. It literally has changed the amount of money we make, how happy we are with each other. Um, maybe not Seth because he still calls me names. So that's okay. <laughs> but another thing that I want to say too is that the it's, process. Right, it's changed our community in an amazing way and in a way that I, I don't know if I've ever like communicated this to you. Like, it's really weird to think that at one point in our lives, we didn't know you. That's the first thing I want to say. I was like, oh my gosh. Like at one point, we didn't know who you were, which is such a weird thought. And I remember the very first time we, when you guys came out to Seattle and we hung out in that bar, that was just like the coolest thing. We went to got, got that wasn't even the first time. I know it wasn't the first time we hung out, but it was just crazy. But, but I want to say this because this is what taking that big leap into doing coaching and changing your community and growing on purpose for a purpose with a purpose what it can do is right now, like you, Paul, specifically, not that, not that, nothing against you, Robin, but Paul, <laughs> your impact on our middle son, you have no idea. He looks up to you so much. He uses you as a reference of how he wants to grow up and be. And That's that awesome. kid has struggled in school. He's, I mean, he's, but he has this like, this example of someone who works hard and he's nice to his wife and he's great with his kids and he's, cute you know you're cute you know you're cute <laughs> robin it's okay he knows um, but like it's this amazing thing to think our work with you transformed your life your friendship with us is transforming our life and our son's life and it's just this amazing life-giving mm-hmm. circular energetic whatever thing that's absolutely mm-hmm. amazing and this happens with a lot of our coaching clients they become our friends mm-hmm. and then they change how we move through the world and how we show up for each other and our kids and so if i mean the impact of getting coaching is so much bigger than the relationship you're trying mm-hmm. to fix it's a stone that- in a pond it's mm-hmm. like the, the ripple just goes on and on and on and i I love all of your kids, but when I'm around that little, ugh, he's like <laughs> my little brother. I just want to yeah. beat him up and just, ugh, I love I was, it. Yeah, that yeah. was the best to see you guys in the Bahamas and you were like razzing him. And when you pushed him into the pool and he didn't know it, I was like, yes, that's that the best. Fun. It was great. It's like all kids need a need an uncle. Like I know. That, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, it was so, perfect. Um, you guys, I, yeah, I don't want to end. There's so much more to talk about. And just plus getting to hang out with you guys is always a blast. But what... <laughs> Um, and I appreciate your guys' time for real. What is like bringing you guys joy jazz right now? I don't care what it is, but just like, yeah, I don't know. I'm into this now. Like what is, what are you looking forward to? What's just kind of ringing your bell in a fun way, no matter what it is. Yeah. Do you want to start or? Um, I think for me being able to quit my job because it was so stressful and I was having health issues. Mm -hmm. So being able to quit my job, stay at home, um, not have to worry about students and grading and teaching lessons, recording lessons, 
Um, it's been amazing. And I think being, being able to travel, um, we're going to get to go away for Christmas. We got to go to the Bahamas with you guys. We were, we were actually talking about last night how many places we've gone this year, which mm-hmm. is amazing. So I think just being able to travel and having the freedom and flexibility in my schedule right now is amazing. Where are you awesome. going on Christmas? Uh, yeah, Pigeon Forge. So, yeah. we. Tennessee. I don't even know what that is. Tennessee. Yeah. Oh. Tennessee. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> For the country folk know where that place is. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, so yeah. So a few years ago, we started a family tradition. And when I say family tradition, I mean just Robin and the, and the girls and I. Um, I was born on Christmas. Christmas is kind of a big, big deal in our family. Um, so when I told my parents three or four years ago that we weren't going to be around for Christmas, they were a little devastated. Um, but I basically said, hey, you know, I'm going to take the girls and we're going to go do our own thing on Christmas. So we, we've we been to Virginia, to Savannah, to Denver. Um, we're going to Pigeon Forge in Gatlinburg um, mm-hmm. this time. So we're super excited about that. But, but yeah, I, it was it really <sighs> losing. So we're down to one income now. So we're, we're only we're relying on my income. But the money that she was making, and she wasn't really even making that much money because teachers are severely underpaid. Um, but the money that she was making, um, we we are going to adjust, or we've had we have adjusted our lifestyle to live below our means even further than where we were at. But I believe that the money that she was making, the time that we got back, and the reinvestment that we can make in other areas mm-hmm. is worth way more than the bullshit salary that she was making. So. Yeah. Um, you know, just kind of getting, getting her health in order, um, being able to travel, you know, us being able to really focus on our finances, because like when we were both working, we were both just so crazy busy. We just kind of lived life and did things and we weren't watching our budget. And it was just kind of, it was kind of all over the place. So her being here provides us a little more structure in our life. So we're super excited about that. We've got, we've got a whiteboard or a, a glass uh, uh, black whiteboard behind us, but we were, we were writing out stuff about our finances and kind of our goals and stuff like that. So we've been just kind of planning for like the next year and what we want to do. Um, so like having that time back is, is yeah. ridiculous and awesome. awesome. Amazing. What's bringing you jazz, Paul? That, all that, that's, that's, that's bringing you jazz. All, that's it. Yeah. I'm super, I'm super pumped about that because now I can, I can focus more on my business because she's not working. Like I can, I can, call her up or text her, say, Hey babe, I really need you to do this or, or help me with this. And she's there to kind of help me move forward, um, in growing my business. Cause that's, we're not going to get to where we want to go with on a, on a teacher's salary no. or even on, you know, me somewhat focusing on my business and her salary. Like I need to put all my effort into my business and have her help me along the way. Um, and, but then we want to get into other ventures and have, other things and, and do other things. So we have that, that freedom. So I'm super, super pumped about that. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And just hearing you guys talk, that may have not been possible had you guys not made the investment to change your marriage. 100%. Yeah. Well, I, it, I don't, I mean, I don't even want to say this maybe, but I, I don't know that we'd be married right now. Like, it, like I, I wouldn't, I would not have been interested in the relationship that we had previously three, four mm-hmm. years ago. And even like, myself like i don't know where i would be had i not found some of the personal development stuff that i've done yeah um i i am both of us are completely different people than we were four years ago are we are are we where we want to go not in the least but we are very very different people than we were four four years ago and that's all because of coaching diving into personal development and really putting in the work in changing things that were that were wrong um, in our lives Right? Yeah. Which is crazy to think about because when you started working with us, your girls were really little. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They must have been like five or four. No, no they were four. Four, yeah. Oh, that's crazy to think of. Imagine that. I mean, for a minute, I do want to actually imagine that that you haven't yeah. that you hadn't done that work. What would it look like? How would you feel? How mm-hmm. would you? I mean, how would your health be? All of those things. All of it bad. Yeah. We, we, yeah. we wouldn't be in the house that we're in now. No. We wouldn't, maybe we wouldn't be married. Um, I don't know. It was, it was bad. It, it was very bad. I mean, I was, you know, health wise and fitness wise, I'm not where I'm at or where I want to be. Um, but I'm, I'm even health and fitness wise, like I've made huge strides and, um, you know, again, it's just like, it's like that cruise ship just adjusting course to the direction that they want to go just that one degree over a long period of time. 
is going to end up in a very different direction had you gone, you know, in the, in the opposite direction. So, right. yeah, yeah, I, it's scary to think about where we would be. Had we yeah, not it, it, it's it's okay. um it's compound interest that pays dividends. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know? It's like, oh, three years ago, I, you know, I bought a bunch of Tesla stock before the split. And now I have a ton of Tesla. It's 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 investing in it that way, you know. Oh, yeah. or I didn't buy it. Shit. Yeah, that's the truth. Story. Now what are we doing? We didn't. Buy yeah. it. <laughs> well, actually, I did and then sold it. Yeah. <laughs> and sold it right before the split. Oh. <laughs> I bought. I bought um as much as I could before the split to to get get it on the split. So that's funny. Yeah. So you guys, we love you so much. Uh, thank you so much for taking this time. I know that this is going to help other couples, whether they they do coaching or not. But they're going to be like, oh. It's going to encourage yeah. them to get their shit together, just like you guys did, just like we did, just like a lot of other people have done and will, because you guys were willing to come on and mm-hmm. share your story. So we really appreciate it. We love you guys. Yeah, we love, love you guys too. too. We and appreciate I, you guys. Yeah, I, I would even say that if if people are even like questioning, like if they're listening to this and going, ah, I don't know, like even if they didn't want to have a call with you guys to, to like see if it's something that they should do. Call us. Like I will talk them into it because it like I'll share more detail and we can get we can just go through things like we can have a call before the call sort of thing because that's like it's so important and it and it's totally worth it and you have to have skin in the game. Yeah. You know, you, you have to have skin in the game and, and that that's that's super important because you won't do the work if it if it's just not if there's not a lot that little pain, you got you gotta feel that. Yeah, right. and you got to put yourself in that position. So you guys heard it. Uh, do a pre-funk call with Paul and Robin before you guys get on with us. <laughs> well, I want to yeah. say one last thing before we wrap up. It has two points, though. So one is I have to know if you're in on this naughty business that I want to start with you guys. And then two, if you are, our meetings have to be held in Mexico. So yep. we uh, should yes, have a... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so just, you know, put that in your calendar and smoke it. Anyway. You, you, don't, you don't smoke a calendar, Mel. You could. Anyway, we love you guys again. Thank you for all the time that you spent with us. And it's so lovely to see your faces. And I can't wait to see you in person again in Mexico. And uh, again, <laughs> it's, this has just been such a gift to us. You guys are amazing. All right, guys. All right. Talk to you soon. Talk to you later. Hey, guys. What's up? We hope you enjoyed this episode. You're knowing more about what coaching is and what it isn't. And you're thinking, you know what? That'd be really good for me. So I really highly encourage you to book a call with us. We'll explore to see if it's okay and to see if you got what it takes to do coaching because we just don't take nobody. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have the so, bacon. E- yes, you gotta have the bacon. Uh, email us at hello at anatomymarriage.com. Click on that coaching ball call uh, <laughs> button and book a call with us, guys. I promise you, all the people we interview are glad that they did coaching and you will be too. Yes, so. absolutely. All right. Talk to y'all right, later. Bye. bye. bye.